0: This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Sunday Worship. It's great to join with you. We come this morning full of ourselves, our concerns, our plans, our opinions, our schedules. In this moment, Lord God, help us empty our minds of the relentless I and make space for you. Enable us to put down our priorities, to set aside our assumptions and schemes. Lord, open our hearts to recognise your love in action in our lives. Reassure us of your divine vision and let us rest in your unending care. Our guest speaker today is Major Malcolm Waters. Malcolm is going to share a message with us from the Acts of the Apostles and why we should praise God in all circumstances of life. Lord, thank you for being always by our side. Encourage us to turn to you every day and to seek your guidance for our lives. Slow us when we try to rush ahead, prompt us when we delay and hesitate, steady us when we stumble. Although we cannot always understand this world, remind us that you delight in each one of us and will strengthen and support us to grow in faith and service. Let's join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The Bible reading is taken from Acts chapter 16, verses 16 to 31. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When her owners realised that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for our Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet to the stocks. don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household.
1: St. Paul's visit to Philippi was not without incident. A girl was healed, and this brought annoyance to her owners and turmoil to the city. As a consequence, Paul and Silas were beaten and imprisoned. Verse 25 of chapter 16 of the Acts of the Apostles says this, And at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and praised God. But they sang their praises out loud, so that the other prisoners heard them, their praises were not whispered. The following verses speak of a miraculous deliverance. The prison walls collapsed, their chains fell off, they were free, but Paul and Silas, and everyone else come to that, stayed put, and by doing so saved the life of the jailer and his family. The narrative describes the jailer drawing a sword and proposing to kill himself he feared the worst for this presumed dereliction of duty but Paul shouts out do yourself no harm for we are all here dear listener consider this the jailer's response was sirs what must i do to be saved he did not say how grateful he was that they'd stayed or even Why did you stay? But no, sirs, what must I do to be saved? There are those scholars who suggest that the jailer knew the impact that Paul and Silas had already had on the city and that theirs was a spiritual ministry of God. By remaining, Paul and Silas had succeeded in leading to Christ a significant civil servant of the city. When the civic authorities at Philippi learnt that Paul was a Roman citizen, they feared the wrath of the Roman Empire for treating Paul in the way that they had. They pleaded with Paul and Silas to leave. So, after spending some time at the house of a recent convert called Lydia, they left. But a great work had already been done, and you can read that for yourself in Paul's letter to the Philippians. Okay, lessons to be learnt from this. First, we can praise God in all circumstances, not because he has created those circumstances, but that he enables us, by his Spirit, to deal with each and every situation. What does the anonymous author of Psalm 663 in the Salvation Army Songbook say in verse 2 of that poem? What though my joys and comforts die, the Lord my Saviour liveth. What though the darkness gather round, songs in the night he giveth. second lesson is this. God is able to turn a catastrophe to our benefit and that of the kingdom. We take examples from Scripture. Joseph, sold into slavery by his brothers, bought by the Egyptian Potiphar, falsely accused, sent to prison and from there rose to the highest position in Egypt, second only to the Pharaoh. Or consider the Old Testament character Job, seemingly losing everything – his health, his wealth, his family – yet refusing to curse God and die and choosing instead to continue trusting God. More recently, Terry Waite, the special envoy to the Archbishop of Canterbury, spent more than a thousand days in solitary confinement as a hostage. Yet he maintained his trust and faith and eventually returned home to the United Kingdom. What is interesting is that Paul and Silas Joseph, Job and Terry Waite all had something in common. They all believed and trusted in a living, loving God. And finally, dear listener, when confronted by difficulty or loss, what are you going to do? Let's apply today's issues to this question. You might be considering Global warming, war in Eastern Europe, financial difficulties, industrial unrest, political intrigue. All of these impact on us in one way or another and by definition can only be resolved by a resolute trust in God. The poet Alfred Ackley, writing in a poem again found in the Salvation Army Songbook, Number 847, the following words, I serve a risen saviour, he's in the world today, I know that he is living, whatever men may say, I see his hand of mercy, I hear his voice of cheer and just at the time I need him, he's always near. May God bless us all. A prayer. Most gracious God, we would say, O Lord, Thou knowest. And there may well be times when we need to be aware of that, where like Paul and Silas not knowing what the future may hold, and possibly fearing the worst, if we trust, if we praise, and if we pray, then that will be an evidence of our trust in you. Hear and answer all of our prayers and help us then to leave it to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: I trust in the Lord with all your heart and never. Never lean on your own understanding In all of your ways Acknowledge Him And He will direct your path Trust in the Lord all your heart, and never, never lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, I acknowledge him. his face all of my cares and troubles, i lay at your feet for i know my heavenly father will always stand by me trust in the lord
0: As you go from here, may God's love guide and protect and strengthen you. In all things, may God show you the way. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Sunday Worship. Have a great rest of your day.